Winston Churchill once said, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. In the arms of Are you interested in getting involved in helping to support your favorite podcast, a.k.a. this one? Why, yes, Katie, I am. Well, there are three, count them, one, two, three ways for you to support the show. One, two, three. First, rate and review us on any platform you listen to us on. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, and probably a bunch of other platforms that I don't fucking remember the names of right now. Make sure that when you leave us a five-star rating, you include a written review with your rating. That helps it be seen. Even if you just enter Stay Spooky in the review box, it helps. Dear Katie and Kenny, keep it fucking spooky. And if you're interested in getting some swag so that you can rep your favorite podcast on the go, head on over to thehauntedheart.com and smack that merch tab to see all the goodies that we have for you guys there. We have t-shirts, bags, pens, and even a lip scrub, so make sure you check it out. Hashtag swag. If you're interested in taking the relationship to the next level, head on over to patreon.com slash thehauntedheart. There you can become a monthly subscriber to the show and get access to all kinds of bonus content that we create especially for you with love. For $5 a month, I too became a blood sacrifice to Satan. So thank you guys so much for supporting the show. We truly couldn't do it without you. Thanks for listening. And as always, stay spooky. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, family. Welcome back to the Haunted Heart Podcast. Brought to you by your witch mother. Hi. Hi. And me, the drunken guy. <laughs> the f- that I, that's my, that's what I will be known as <laughs> For forever. For Drake Hank. For <laughs> that's faux drink hank over four there drink and four drink hank i'm changing all of my social media handles <laughs> immediately and you can connect with us at four drink hank <laughs> four drink plus yours remember that <laughs> <laughs> i know damn so you had to do that shit on stage too because you you didn't think i'd hit you listen they're tired of us talking about the live they're like we get it you had one <laughs> they're like fuck <laughs> your live we're get it we get it you had one we're done next <laughs> that's it thank you next thank you next thank you next. hopefully there is a next one <laughs> we just had an awesome super blood moon it we was did. beautiful did you get to see it i did I did get to see it. I actually saw when it first. So all the pictures and stuff are from when it was all like red and gorgeous, which was pretty. But um, when it was first rising, that motherfucker was huge because I was actually driving um, towards the horizon. (laughs) I don't know why that sounded so weird to me. I was driving towards the horizon until I couldn't drive any further. She was headed to drive off the cliff. Right. 
No, but I was driving like towards it. And so as the moon rose, that fucking thing was like three times the size it was supposed to be when it first rose. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then it shrunk back down to like a normal size, but it was indeed super. It wasn't red though. (laughs) It was red when I went to see it. It was red. Uh, I walked outside, froze my fucking ass off. Yeah. And it was hilarious because I knew that it was going to be at its peak around like quarter after midnight. Yeah. So I went out at exactly a quarter after midnight uh, in my pajamas and went out, saw it. It was beautiful. But then, but then one of my neighbors from inside their apartment locked their car (laughs) from inside because the car did its little alarm beepy thing. (laughs) Incredible. So there's just me and I'm just staring up at the blood moon. And they Check locked this. their car. <laughs> it was absolutely hilarious. I could not have uh, done uh, anything um, more hilarious that evening <laughs> than walk outside in my pajamas. <laughs> no, it was cool. Um, I I did a little bit of magic, but I'm gonna be honest with you, I was tired as fuck. <laughs> I had a bunch of like you'd personal been, life shit. Yeah, yeah. you'd been driving. Too. I spent the entire weekend driving or sleeping, cause like, I mean everything's all right, girl. I ain't dying, but like, and ain't nobody else dying. But it was just a lot going on this weekend. So, but I did do a little bit of sage burning. I did mm-hmm. do a little bit of meditation. Um, I didn't do any. I did a little bit of crystal work. But I call that meditation. Like, I didn't really do any anything fancy. I didn't sacrifice any virgins, you know, this year. Well, over here at my place, um, I, I also didn't sacrifice any virgins, unfortunately. Uh, did the same thing. I pulled out my tarot cards. I hadn't read them in a while, so they were a little angry at me. Um, yeah, it fucking sounds like <laughs> it. You're... Yeah, they were a little they were a little angry at me. See, the thing is, is that my tarot cards I get very personal with my tarot cards, and so whenever I do a read, I always make sure that like I cleanse them and sage them and all of that stuff. But then I also thank them for the wisdom that they provide. So I get a little weird with my shit. Um, and I think that's standard operating procedure. Well, yeah, but like I legitimately talk to them like it you know what i mean it's it can be a little weird for for outsiders you know for the uh, grubhub delivery person just coming in (laughs) to the situation um me with all of these candles lit around me i was spread out on the floor um just laying down closing and shutting off every part of my body yeah i Um, i usually don't find that delivery uh men and women respond to you being spread out too well. Well, no, because there a was a porn that I that. watched one time, and they really quite they enjoyed it. <laughs> 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 Just throwing that out there, but no, it was a great blood moon, and I am uh, fully recharged. I am in my power and ready to rock the fuck out of the rest of 2019 for as long as it lasts. Yeah, which might not be that fucking long, <laughs> considering, like, you know, everything is fucking shut the fuck down. True. So, we actually haven't done one of these in a while. Um, it's been it's been a hot minute, actually. Uh, but we wanted to give a little Shops of Horror shout out today. Yeah, remember that when we used to fucking do that? 
We used to fucking be community members. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So we definitely have to shout out Moonchild City on Instagram. That is M O O N Child City. If you don't know how to spell it, well, then I'm sorry. But it's quite relevant, though. We're talking about it the is. Blood Moon and Moonchild like, City. I was going to say, girl, way to be on brand. That's like, what I'm saying. Didn't plan it that way, but hey, there you go. So this uh, beautiful being here sent us to um, Dreamcatchers, and they were, they are so beautiful. Yes, they are like handcrafted Dreamcatchers. They're huge, um, and I hung mine like right over my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are amazing. They're scented, actually. So she scented them. She made them herself and then scented them with uh, different essential oil, like, treatments, basically. Uh, I think ours are lavender vanilla. Yeah. And they smell amazing, and they look amazing. And, you know, so far I haven't had any fucking terrifying dreams (laughs) in my bed. So there we go. Just nightmares in reality. True. Just nightmares in reality uh, and or any time that I'm not with my dream catcher. No. Yeah. Um, No, but definitely check her out. She's very, very sweet. And such an amazing, um, such an amazing person. You she has an Etsy that you can check out under the same name at Moonchild City. I definitely recommend um, following her because her stuff is quality. And like we wouldn't be saying that just because, you know, she so graciously sent us dream catchers. Right. Um, But they are excellent quality we're not gonna tell you that we you know like something if we don't true i mean you, you fucking know that because we ain't had a fucking little shop of horror spotlight in a minute girl we ain't been liking nothing uh, but she's got other things too uh jewelry as well and all of it's really beautiful and handmade yeah. so yeah definitely Very cool. go and Very check cool her shop. out so show us some love show her some love now, folks. Oh, and any uh, any little shop of horror that you guys check out, feel free to let them know that the Haunted Heart sent you. That yeah. uh, would be really cool. Yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah. I mean, we don't get any kickbacks, but like, just no, it's good just for tell people them. to know that yeah. like, they, you heard about them uh, from us. So, yeah. What are, we, uh, what are we talking about today, girl? Well, you know how when the moon gets all crazy... Yeah. People tend to get all crazy. That's the damn truth. Me included. Yes. I mean, I feel it too. All the, all the, I, I had a coworker like back in the day, I think when I used to work at the bank. Um, yes, that's true. I did. I did work at a bank. Though. Yeah. It's as incredible as it may seem. Um, I had a coworker who said when the, when the full moon's up, the half wits are out. <laughs> God bless her. It actually sounded more like, well, when the full moon's up, the half wits are out. <laughs> um, it sounded more like that. God. No, she was a classy lady. I loved her. Um, shout out, girl. I ain't going to say your name because I'm afraid you would be upset to be associated with us. Probably. So um, we thought it would be kind of topical to talk about some crazy shit today and i know we talk about crazy shit all the time i'm like looking back at our history of episodes what are you (laughs) crazy shit no today we're going to talk about crazy today it's finally time for the crazy shit no we're talking about those crimes that you read about in the news or you see on tv and you're just like what What the the fuck? fuck 
So that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about what the fuck crimes. So Kenny and I have skewered the internet. Mm-hmm. And we have skewered. I think it's scoured. I, I skewered. skewered. <laughs> I skewered. I skewered it. Put that bitch on a stake I and did. roasted I went it through. I went through the internet with my little skewer. And I went through and flipped through the articles. And I said, eh, gotcha. Oh, you made a kebab. You made a on kebab a with like meat pieces. Okay. Yeah. I was going more for like a kofta where it's like one big chunk Quafta. of meat with a stick through it. Quafta. 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 Okay. Add Jersey to it, and then I can understand. Quafta. Quafta. Right. I don't know that you're supposed to say it that way, but I do. Okay. Well, that's the only way that I'm going to say it from now on. Yeah. I don't know what it is still, it's but It's like continue. Turkish uh, meat. It's a Turkish dish. Let me get, let me take that back. It's a Turkish <laughs> dish of like mince, mince meat, but it's all like in one chunk, and you stick a stick through it, and then you eat it. Hmm. Off the stick. So turkey meat on a stick, folks. Yeah. I mean, no, it's not turkey. (laughs) That was great. That was like slapstick comedy. (laughs) You know, I'm one drink You know, she's got uh, some skills. A little bit. So did you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I I don't think it really matters. I do too. We've got a medley here. Okay. All right. Why don't Why don't you step up first and give well, me your first crime? Okay. Well, so I had crimes. I had a little bit of a theme to mine. So mine oh, are all of the crazy a typical gay. <laughs> he loves the theme. I love a theme. You know, I do. Uh, so mine is a little nod to you, actually, because I pulled some. Is of it the- my? Cr- is it my what the fuck crimes? Oh, you can't be I pulled up your crim- I, I so today I pulled up K- Katie's criminal history. So I purchased <laughs> your entire criminal record, and I'm going to read it to you now <laughs> on the podcast. No, I pulled up some of the craziest uh, things that I could find uh, that happened in Scotland for you. In Scotland? In Scotland. Oh my God, Scotland! Yep. I wanted. I mean, we we've talked a lot in the past about you know my Irish people. Uh, so I felt like today was a good nod for, to to yours. The day we talk about crazy ass, <laughs> crazy ass crimes that people commit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you decided to talk about my people now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a read. <laughs> I didn't miss it. That's you being sweet, but it's a read. Uh huh. Mm. You've known me long enough. It's true. <laughs> so uh, some of these, the headlines are just hilarious. So I'm going to read the headlines and then go from there. Okay. So. Man attacked by tweed jacket gang in Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Burrah. <laughs> Edinburgh. Burrah. Tweed jacket gang? A tweed jacket gang. Interesting. <laughs> Their fashion. <laughs> a man has been seriously assaulted in Edinburgh by a group of between 6 to 12 men. 6 to 12. And the, they all had tweed They jackets. all had tweed jackets. <laughs> Interesting. As as they are known as the Tweed Jacket Gang. The Men's Warehouse Clearance Section Gang. <laughs> so the 33-year-old victim was walking on the uh, the cow gate, I don't know what that is, um, at about 2.30 on Sunday when he was attacked. Uh, he suffered facial injuries and a fractured arm. The group of men are thought to be in their late 20s and were wearing tweed jackets or suits. 
He was attacked at the junction uh, with Candlemaker Row. Police have appealed for anyone with information to come forward. Um, he was struck from behind and then assaulted by the group. He was taken to the hospital. Um, <laughs> witnesses said that the group then headed up Victoria Street where they were lost to sight. <laughs> How in their tweed jackets. They just blended right into the cobblestone, you see. Yes. Uh, the sergeant of the police, Scott... Po- this is weird. It's Scotland Yard? Detective Sergeant Neil Spowart of Police Scotland... Okay. All right. <laughs> said... I'm just reading straight from the article here, Look. folks. So you can't blame... Don't blame me. Blame the BBC. May have been drunk while writing this article. <laughs> If it is a Scottish journalist. He said that this appears to have been an unprovoked assault, which left the victim needing hospital treatment. We are appealing for anyone who was in the area uh, who saw the altercation take place. They were distinctive tweed jackets, (laughs) is what he says. What, were they like fucking pink? I don't know. And so we hope that this description (laughs) will assist in jogging people's memories. Did you Listen. see a gang of men dressed in tweed jackets? <laughs> go go by, ma'am. Uh, no, but I did see a hound's tooth way back. <laughs> see, I think you're taking this into Britain. I London. can't. I, I I can't do a Scottish accent. <laughs> I literally cannot. I won't try. I can't do it. Listen, I have tried. I have tried for many years to learn how. I can't. Listen, this is, uh, you know, I definitely feel for the victim in the situation. He did end up in the hospital. Um, I'm just wondering if the, is this like the new fashion police? <laughs> and they just be. <laughs> <laughs> just stroll through. and Or it actually sounds like an Americanized version of like frat boys and like, mm. um, what would frat, I don't, I don't know that culture here. Mm-hmm. Um you mean even a, a Scotlandized version of frat boys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A Scotlandized version of like American frat boys and like double layered polos. Mm. You know? I could see it. I could see it. Um, I wonder is Scotland, like, because here tweed is kind of a, a little bit out of favor. I wonder if it's the same way in Scotland or if tweed is like, like, Currently, right now, is Tweed, like, on trend in Scotland? Or is it a little bit more, like... Because here it's associated with, like, older people. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a style from kind of, like, the 70s, 80s. Yeah. Maybe a little bit 90s. But it's certainly not, like, high fashion right now. And I wonder if it's that way in Scotland. Or if Tweed is, like, the equivalent of putting on, like, a fucking Armani suit and, like, beating the shit out of somebody. I will never know. That's an interesting twist. (laughs) Unless someone from Scotland tells us. <laughs> if you live in Scotland, let us know. If you're a member track? of the Tweed Jacket Gang. <laughs> Please write the show. <laughs> the 100 Heart Podcast at gmail.com. By the way, if anybody has emailed the stay spooky at the 100 heart.com, I'm not really sure that that email address like exists. I gave it out a couple times on the show. I don't think it's real. <laughs> I tried it the other day and it didn't work. So if you emailed us there, go ahead and send it back to the 100 Heart Podcast at gmail. Sweet. And that has been We're Fucking Up Sidebar. (laughs) Love it. All right. So do you want to go next? I do. What you got for me, girl? So I'm also in the UK. Oh. uh, In 2009. Okay. 
Mine was um, in 2015, by the way. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Okay. So paparazzi was big, you know. Oh, the song. The song. Okay. Ma, 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 that one. No, that's that's bad romance, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Are you uh, like I'm upset? broken now? <laughs> no, it was this. Okay, you can't be that upset because it was the same fucking album. They were no, just two singles. No, that was Poker Face. Yeah, Poker Face. Okay, that, so that was 05, actually. Yeah. Okay, no. so I was just totally fucking wrong. Yeah, Poker Face was 05. No, she wasn't big until like 2007 or 08. Mm. Poker Face wasn't in... Was Poker Face not on the same record as Just Dance? It was, but that didn't come out until like 2008, honey. Girl, I'm pretty sure Just Dance was like no, 2005. No, I, that I came out in 2008. In okay, we're going to... Because I was working at the Applebee's at the time. Mm. Lady Gaga first hit it big with Just Dance okay. into... Uh-huh. Don't you ever try to question a gay man about Lady Gaga ever again, bitch. Because I was I working at the across, Applebee's. I can tell you. I remember. Because I'm going to tell you what. Sidebar, bitches. I remember <laughs> the first day I heard Lady Gaga. It is burned into my brain. It is a holy day for me. Okay? I was headed into work at the Applebee's that day. Passing <laughs> by the Checkered Pig restaurant mm. to get to work mm -hmm. when Just Dance came on. And I sat in my car in my 2000 Dodge Intrepid. <laughs> and I jammed the fuck out before I went into work. And I've been a little monster ever since. Bless you. Yes, you have. <laughs> I'll never fight you on it again. I swear. I just had like a... It just felt like it was 05. Time is... It's almost like time isn't real. <laughs> and then it's an illusion oh, made to keep us in we, our fucking places. Can we not... Can we, No, we're not doing that. Just, we can't go back to the Mandela Effect episode. We can't dip back in there. We can't do that. We have to, we have to stay on the path of the righteous. Yes. Okay. So what I have uh, for us today... Give it to me. 2009, the UK... The headline is, security guard dies while masturbating in wetsuit on first day at new job. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for the gentleman. In a wetsuit? In a wetsuit on first I day. I bet it was. <laughs> on first day at new job. At a new job? At a new, brand new job. So Ralph Santiago age 31, was found dead in the men's bathroom of the building he worked in, wearing Wellington boots, a wetsuit, and a gas mask. <laughs> Holy fuck! His body was found by a colleague at about 7 a.m. on Tuesday, July 22, 2009, lying on the floor with a gas canister nearby. Further rubber and latex outfits were found in Mr. Santiago's car and in the ladies' toilets of his workplace at... A Keese house in Blagrave Street, Reading. Okay. British, British, British. British, British, British. British AF. Um, watch that be in like fucking like Scotland somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oak. Uh, the evening before he died, Mr. Santiago printed off information from the internet explaining how inhaling poppers. Hmm via a gas mask can cause arousal. Was He was a gay man. Poppers, I, I don't know. He it was a gay man. He I was mean, doing, probably. Poppers he was doing usually, poppers. Yeah. He was doing, he was, he's Although a gay man. I had man. a straight man ask me about that. Are you serious? I literally had a straight man who was What trying, conversations are you having with men that they're asking you about <laughs> poppers? I had a straight man who had messaged me on fucking hit the DMs on Facebook. That shit happens all the time. And he was at, he was like trying to hit on me or whatever. And I was just like, come on, 
are you fucking kidding? Come on. But he asked me, he was like, are you into poppers? And I was like, are you gay? Like, what is happening, baby? I thought that was like, not really, I'm interested. I mean, I'm confused about you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested in you, but not the way you want me to be interested Honey, in I'm you. not going to, you may want some poppers, but I'm not going to pop this pussy on you. Totally. No. Yeah, definitely. Um, so anyway, uh, poppers, if you don't know are uh, legal chemicals that are used to stimulate a sexual high. It's a big thing, like, in the gay community. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're fun, but you got to be careful with yourself, Mm -hmm. baby. Uh, So at an inquest into Santiago's death, Berkshire coroner... Yes, it is in Britain. uh, Berkshire (laughs) coroner Peter Bedford explained Mr. Santiago had only worked at a case house for one day before he died. On Monday, July 21st, he arrived ready for his 6.30 p.m. to 6.30 a.m. shift. But the next morning, when fellow guard Christopher Courtney arrived, Mr. Santiago was nowhere to be seen. Reading from Mr. Courtney's statement, Mr. Bedford said, quote, At 6.30 a.m., I still could not see him. I assumed he was in the bathroom. At 6.50 a.m., I carried out a full patrol. Ralph was still not back, end quote. Mr. Courtney then visited the staff bathroom and discovered the men's toilet was locked. He went upstairs to get a key, and when he opened the door, he found Santiago's body. However, he was not certain it was Mr. Santiago because only his eyes were visible under the mask. Paramedics and the police were called, and in a statement, PC Barbara Cummings, I don't know what a PC is, other than not a mag. Mm, Uh, (laughs) Anyway, Barbara Cummings, who has a very... Cummings. Very unfortunate last name. Cummings. Because it is spelled C-U-M-M-I-N-G-S. Cummings. She's Cummings. So Barbara Cummings described <laughs> Mr. Santiago as wearing a black... They're Cummings to get you, Barbara. A black latex suit, gloves, a gas mask, and Wellingtons. Mr. Santiago's girlfriend, Hanel Veher, did not attend the inquest, but had previously explained that he had fetishes of which she did not take part. She said he was prone to dressing up and added that he did take poppers. Toxicology tests showed that Mr. Santiago did have some alcohol in his system at his time of death. Interesting. Yeah. Um... There's a lot of things you want to try to do on your first day. You want to try to make a good impression. You want to try to seem like a go-getter. You don't want to take poppers and masturbate in a wetsuit in the bathroom. No, I don't think that's. Um, I, I don't think that that's a good thing to do on your first day. Right. I mean, I don't think we can start there. You know what I mean? Because if you start there, then where do you have to, grow, to go? Right. Yeah. You exactly. Know? Like you can't. We can't. You can't move much further from that point, you know? Right. You got to start off good so that, like, about five years in, when you really don't give a fuck, you can go to the bathroom well run out and it's not a big deal. Right. But- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> not that, I mean, I don't ever feel sexy at work. I kind of just feel, like, tired and mad. Yeah. I'm never, like... But for some you know, people, maybe that's how they release their, uh, you know, their frustrations, so, you know? 
true maybe maybe you know when they have 37 people hollering at them all the time and uh <laughs> and you know you've got a mountain of uh of things just like crushing in on you and and weighing down on your soul that you know you just get frustrated sometimes and you need a release okay and i just don't think that we should be judging people for that i mean i don't agree that you should do it on your first day but like i mean i feel like this hit really close to home for you i feel like we've hit a place that's very close for you <laughs> no i'm good okay okay you, you just be safe and avoid wetsuits <laughs> honey me and a wetsuit no it's almost like us and some striped goddamn me and a gas mask pajamas maybe yeah wetsuit not so much yeah so that's true it's very sticky and hot Mm-mm. can't do that Mm-mm. i don't like to i like to sweat I like I'm <laughs> I like to sweat. No. Uh I don't mind getting sweaty, but I must like it has to breathe. You know what I mean? Like mm. we can't trap all that sweat in. For yeah. me that's not an enjoyable experience. No. It just is bad. That's uh that's how you get chafing. I feel like a turkey breast cooking in a cock crock pot. In a <laughs> in cock a, pot. In a cock pot. All right, in a cock pot. Got it. <laughs> Oh my God! What is this? Turkey breast cooking in a cock pot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, are you done? (laughs) Yeah. Are you done? In more ways than one, my love. Great. Awesome. All right. My next headline: Man jailed for breaking into police station and cooking ravioli. (laughs) This is also Scotland. Yes. Oh my God. What a hero. And also in Edinburgh. <laughs> y'all got some stuff going on over there, y'all. We have to go see about that. We, I don't, have to, we don't have to go investigate Edinburgh. What y'all got going on over there? It sounds like a good time. So uh, this man uh, was jailed for three months uh, after breaking into a police station and helping himself to a mixture of pasta. Weetabix? I'm not sure what that Weetabix is. Weetabix is a cereal. Oh my god, it's so good. Weetabix? I ate Weetabix all through college. It's like these little biscuit things and you mesh them up and then you pour the milk in and it's like, it looks really gross, but it tastes amazing. Weetabix is fucking amazing. Well, that's what he had. Okay. He you had, know what? <laughs> he had Breakfast pasta, of champions. Weetabix, and milk. Fuck yeah. Which he all heated in, a, which he heated in a saucepan. Oh, so he eats his Weetabix warm. See, I have mine oh. cold. Oh, okay. With blueberries on top. Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> this oh. is the corner where we talk to just a specific amount of our audience, mm-hmm. which is like literally like three Scottish listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and they're the only ones who know what's happening. The British folks do too. It's fine. <laughs> so officers investigating an alarm at the empty building found someone who had broken a window to gain entry and later discovered 38-year-old Linton Fraser making the unusual breakfast in the kitchen. Linton Fraser. Fraser. I think it's Fraser. It, Fraser. 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 Who knows? He sounds like the whitest motherfucker <laughs> there ever Fraser. was. He may be a part of that fucking uh, tweed <laughs> Tweedish game. He might be Linton. Yeah. Linton. Yeah. Probably. So uh, the officers come in. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure guns are blazing. That's how I pictured it in my head, anyway. Uh, and he told them he was just he was just hungry Uh, he previously admitted to breaking into the very same station in august 2013 to steal food and milk and on this occasion was drilled for three months and released on bail pending reports (laughs) 
Could Why you don't imagine you just they give come this man in, some Weetabix? Like, and they're just like, is it Linton? Linton again? You son of a bitch. Just fucking invite him for dinner, dude. I'm confused. He's trying to have breakfast food, but he's also incorporating pasta. You know. Ravioli and and this breakfast. I don't, I'm a little confused. To me, it doesn't seem like you know what you want. Like, did you go in for the breakfast food and then did you see the pasta and was like, "Mm," or did you go in and like start eating the pasta first and then saw the Weetabix and was like, fuck yeah. I'm thinking that's what happened. I'm thinking that, not that I have any personal (laughs) experience with this whatsoever uh but i'm thinking what happened is he went in for the pasta was making that and then thought god like he probably saw the weetabix and was like fuck i love weetabix and then he was like let me just have a biscuit he has like a spoonful of ravioli in his mouth and he sees the weetabix and he's like Fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's really like that, though. It, it bees like that. All Weetabix right. is good as fuck. And some places in the U.S. have it. So if you haven't tried it, go to your like grocery store and see if you can get you some Weetabix because it's, it's the business for well, sure. What I'm trying to figure or, or out. Or it online. I think Amazon has it. He, he obviously knows that they have this. He's coming back again for a second time. Like, why don't, like, what? I just don't understand. What's he What's he trying to do? Why doesn't he just go to the store and get his own shit? Why does he have to break into a police station to get pasta? I don't know. Why not, I guess, some people would say. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, I mean, maybe he doesn't have money to buy it. But also, I there feel are like other a places. police station is like the last <laughs> there place. There are other places we could rob you would to the Linton. To get. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. That's that's weird. He's We're making some you, interesting Linton. choices. <laughs> I respect him. I would fucking mail him some Weetabix. Bitch is good. <laughs> and some Chef Boy RD. All right. He probably ain't never even had none of that. Uh-uh. None of that good, good Mm-mm. chemicals. Yeah, right out the tin. You remember that? Did you eat yours hot? No, you, I don't eat my ravioli. No, to this the, day, I don't eat my ravioli, my tinned ravioli. I don't heat that shit up. No, I open I that fucking pop tab, little tab it's come, that they come with now. I never buy a ravioli can if it doesn't have a pop tab. It's true. If it's it, true. I put it back on the on the shelf if it does. I don't do it. I don't believe in that. That's that bougie shit. I don't need that. That's neg- that Olive Garden. I don't need that negativity in my life, okay? <laughs> I need that, that pop tab. It's 2019, okay? <laughs> Get with it. Um, and I eat mine right out the tin. I like mine uh, lukewarm and uh, vaguely uh, gritty, gritty and familiar of metal. Yes, <laughs> yep. There's an aftertaste a little bit, kind of just aluminum. Yep. With uh, what would they call that nowadays? They would say, uh. What's the word for like when you put fruit in water and you just let it sit? Um, it's not enhanced and it's not incensed. It's uh, oh what no! What is that fucking word? No 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 no! It's um, everyone's screaming it at me. I can no. Feel it. It's infused. Infused. Yes, aluminum infused ravioli. Yep. Cool. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't no. worth. It wasn't. It worth really was Trying to find it. <laughs> <laughs> but now at least everybody can relax their sphincters because we did find the word and it yeah. is infused. Sniff the poppers, relax your sphincters, folks. <laughs> Not if you're driving. Or, or on if it's your, your first, first day. 
I'm kind of mad we didn't do some shit like that on our first day of the podcast. Anyway, my next headline for you is from the land of what the fuck crimes. And it is actually a crime that we haven't mentioned it yet on this episode. But we're mentioning it now. And that is Florida. In Florida, 2015. God. Headline is... Man disembowels girlfriend after she says ex-husband's name during sex. Oh, fuck. I can't laugh at that. No. Uh, Fidel Lopez, who was the son of a bitch, killed and disemboweled his girlfriend because she uttered her ex-husband's name twice during sex. Lopez, who was only 26 years old, told police he became enraged. Quote. That's a quote. Enraged. Enraged. I am. Quote, enraged. Quote. Uh, during intercourse in a closet with Maria Nemeth, who was 31, at her apartment in Sunrise, Florida. In a closet? Yeah, I think they were... I don't know. I mean... I mean, you know. Whatever. Judge not, yes, lest ye be judged. <laughs> the Lord is like, you will not quote scripture. What are you doing? <laughs> you are quoting scripture on this <laughs> podcast? I think not. Uh, yeah, so Fidel said, quote, she called me the name of the other fucking guy, end quote. Uh, he told that to investigators after the September 2015 murder, quote, and she said it twice, and she was wrong, and she was confusing me with him. At that point, I get mad. I get really, really mad. Admitting that he became a, quote, monster, Lopez told officers that he flew into a rage and broke objects around the apartment before he launched his bloody attack on his girlfriend, who had passed out after drinking too much alcohol. Oh. As the 31-year-old lay stricken, he shoved objects into Mr. Miss Nim- Nemeth's vagina and anus, including a beer bottle, a oh. hair iron, and even his fist and arms <gasps> up to his elbows, ripping out some of her intestinal oh! tissue. Oh! Why'd you have to bring us down? Why'd you have to do that? So immediately after committing the crime, Lopez alerted the cops. And when the police arrived, it was a grisly scene with bloody, uh, with blood and body tissue covering the bathroom, bedroom closet, walls, and doors. And there was also severe damage done to the apartment, including uh, indicating that a physical struggle had taken place there. Fuck. Well, I don't know how to come back from that. See, that's why you don't get in a habit of saying motherfuckers names. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> just say baby. 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 Babe. Baby. Babe. Oh, oh. Fuck. God. Oh. Uh. <laughs> All you say. I don't say no motherfuckers names because yeah. that's how you get fucked up. Mm-hmm. No. In all seriousness, he's a fucking monster. And to be 26 and be that violent, like something was clearly wrong with him. And he, he definitely had some things. Not quite right. I would say so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was my heavy one. Okay. I kind of sandwiched it in with the... Uh, <laughs> All right, so I'm going to try to um, l- bring us back with to my... To the fun place? To the fun place. <laughs> Did I go too dark? I'm very sorry. I'm going to bring us back to the fun place. My next headline. Train passenger tried to have sex with onboard drink trolley. <laughs> you know what? And I know exactly how the fuck that, that turned out. You know, he was he was sitting there. He had a couple down. He was like... Oh, yeah. You know what I love? Damn, that trolley looking good. The only thing that's always been there for me is liquor. (laughs) I love liquor. I'm a... 
if I could, I would fuck look. <laughs> well, and then he stumbled his way up. Well, and made it happen. That's kind of what went down. Um, <laughs> Andrew Davidson attempted the bizarre coupling, is what they say. Uh, the bizarre coupling. Can it? The be, bizarre coupling. Can it be a couple if one thing? Is While like shouting, that? "I want what? to kiss you" at the trolley. <laughs> just a just a loud. Very randy Scottish man screaming, I want to kiss you at an at an inanimate object is yeah. enough to be. Can you imagine being on that train? <sighs> uh, <laughs> so Perth Sheriff Court heard on Tuesday that Davidson admitted behaving in a threatening or abusive manner on the Aberdeen to Glasgow service. The 25-year-old was seen humping the trolley by horrified passengers after his behavior <laughs> frightened the rail crew member so much that she ran off. Jesus. I don't fucking blame her, man. Again, I'm imagining, like, sitting in that, like, car of the train, and you're just like, what the fuck? Davidson foisted himself upon the trolley. Now that's a UK word. After the staff member became so scared that she ran from the train when it stopped, she ran off leaving Davidson molesting the trolley, which contained food, drinks, and cash she had taken during the journey from Aberdeen to Glasgow. Which contain everything you need. Food, to drinks, be and money. Davidson's solicitor told Perth Sheriff Court that his client was, quote, not heterosexual. I don't know what that has to do with anything. And had gone crazy after taking a, quote, legal high. Hmm. I don't know what that means, but take it as you will. So he was like. Drunk, maybe? Maybe. I don't know how. A legal high? I don't know how the UK feels about, like, weed and stuff. I feel I like that's not is, what like, you do when you're on weed, when you're on smoking marijuana, though. You just chill the fuck out. Like. I feel like we're talking about he was drunk. I feel like that's what we yeah. were trying to say. Yeah. But we're trying to be proper about it. Uh, he was a, on a legal high. No. I don't know. If you're in the UK and you know what on a legal high means, let us know. Yeah. So the accused had previously asked to purchase a can of beer from the trolley lady, uh, but had been told she had run out. He approached again and tried to engage her in conversation. Uh, just prior to arriving in Dundee Station, he asked if he could kiss her, and she said no. So this is where we get a little serious, because he was get, trying to get handsy with her first. Uh, and then when she was like, uh, no, I guess he moved on to the trolley. Mm. Um, one passenger who had her daughter with her decided to keep an eye on the situation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> Sounds like a take charge kind of man. <laughs> Uh, her uh, woman. She had oh. her daughter with her. <laughs> oh, it was a woman. Okay, all right. Yeah. I misunderstood. So the train stopped, and the accused was seen placing his hands on a female passenger leaving the train. Um, the staff member was standing opposite the accused, and he grabbed her right arm. He said he was going to kiss her, and she broke free. Uh, the court was told that Davison tried to pull her closer and embrace her again, but she managed to break free and left the train, leaving her trolley and cash float behind. So I guess that's where they get trying to say that he's not heterosexual as some sort of defense. Like he was he's gay, he's drunk. 
Um, <laughs> Look, I'm going to say personally, I wasn't going to get into it on the podcast, but, you know, being personally uh, a victim of a, of a gay drunk man uh, very recently. Who was that? Who is also very handsy. Uh, I just want to say. I, I don't. I, I don't understand the question. I just want to say that <laughs> that's not necessarily a defense. Uh, it's not. It's most definitely accept. not. No, but seriously, don't fucking molest people. It's fine. I've known you for 15 years. Every now and then. Yeah. Well, I, I mean. Think we average about once every five years. You he, gotta, <laughs> you gotta get a little handsy, but you know, what happens? Yeah, Stuff yeah. happens. So anyway, Davidson admitted causing fear and alarm. And on a he admitted that he was behaving in the wrong, in the wrong. He was threatening and abusive, uh, and says uh, in his letter to the court, "I really can't remember anything that happened. I'm disgusted with my behavior. I'm sorry." Mm. So seems legitimate. So there you go. Interesting. All right. It started out so lighthearted, and then it became a story about, like, sexual assault. Sexual assault, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Damn well, it's still not as, uh, not as heavy as uh, murder and disembowelment. <laughs> I mean, but did it make you say, what the fuck? Because it did. It, I mean, it did. So it's And isn't that the goal? Right. <laughs> All right, so this one, this next one is a little uh, weird, but I had to cover it on this episode because it was so fascinating to me, um, and it is definitely a what-the-fuck crime, but for this one, I'm taking you all the way to Malaysia in 2017. Okay. This is the assassination of Kim Jong-nam. Okay. So, February 13th, 2017 brought the assassination of Kim Jong-un's half-brother, Kim Jong-nam. While making his way through Kuala Lumpur International Airport, Kim Jong-nam was uh, confronted by two women, one of whom was wearing a sweatshirt reading LOL, who sprayed him in the face with VX nerve agent, a lethal chemical weapon. He died 20 minutes later before he could make it to the hospital. As he was the eldest son of the deceased North Korean leader Kim Jong-il, analysts believe that Kim Jong-nam was a likely target for Kim Jong-un and was likely murdered on his direct orders. Mm. VX nerve agent itself is a chemical weapon that is banned by the Chemical Weapons Convention of 1993. North Korea, which has not ratified that particular convention, is suspected of holding a stockpile of this particular nerve agent. So Malaysian police said that Kim had alerted an airport receptionist saying somebody had grabbed him from behind and splashed some kind of liquid on his face and that a woman covered his face with a cloth laced in or laced with a liquid. So he was treated at the hospital in the Minara Medical Clinic by nurse Adalwa. Uh, Adalwa. Adalwa and Dr. Nick Mod Azrul Arif Raja Aslan. Okay. Talk about a crime. <laughs> you just butchered that shit. True, but I mean, I'm trying. I wanted, I didn't want to, I, I don't know. I had like a moral moment where I was like, let me not just cut out these fucking names because I'm a fucking gentrified white bitch who doesn't know how to pronounce them. So let me just try. So let me just completely butcher it. No, instead. I looked it up and tried. I don't think I did that bad. If you're you in Malaysia, great. let me know. Uh, 
So both this doctor and this particular nurse uh, later testified that Kim Jong-nam was in was really sweaty, he was in pain, and he was unresponsive upon his arrival at the hospital. So he was traveling under the pseudonym Kim Chol. Uh, Malaysian officials didn't immediately actually com- formally confirm that it was, in fact, Kim Jong-nam that was killed. Uh, Kim's extensi- extensive Facebook usage under the pseudonym since at least 2010 and his usage of commercial email services for communications may have made it easier for North Korean agents to seek his whereabouts and track his movements at the time. Um, when he was killed, his backpack had approximately $100,000 in cash in it, and he was also carrying four North Korean passports, all bearing the name Kim Chol. Hmm. So... A, a day later, on February 14th, Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's um, Day. Also the, the anniversary, anniversary of, of this, this podcast. podcast. Uh, <laughs> I like that you stayed the course there. <laughs> uh, so yes, February 14th, Malaysian police arrested a 28-year-old Vietnamese woman named Duan Thi Huong at Kuala Lumpur International Airport in connection with the attack. She was identified through CCTV footage, and then two days later, on February 16th, a 25-year-old Indonesian woman named uh, Siti Asya was arrested and identified as the second female subject. And what became really interesting throughout the investigation, when the police start talking to these two women, they say that uh, they were instructed by four men who were traveling with them to spray... uh, Kim with Kim Jong Nam with an unidentified liquid while so one was supposed to spray him and the other one was supposed to cover his face with a handkerchief as mm. part of a prank. And they said that they thought that they were taping a comedy prank show. Ooh. Like Bam Margera status. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of like that. Ashton Kutcher, like punked type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they said that they thought they were filming like a, a prank show. And that they had been paid to spray a few other men in the face with water earlier that day. Apparently, mm. the women were unsuspecting assassins, or so it seemed. Um, Huang uh, claimed after she returned to look for the others that they had disappeared, and she just decided to head back to the airport the next day. So on February 17th, police arrested a 46-year-old North Korean man named Ri Jong Chol. He was described as an IT worker for Tombow Enterprise living in Malaysia, and his connection with the crime is uncertain. And this case is actually still ongoing. The last news was that um, they, the girls thought that they were on a prank show or whatever, and so there's, a, there's this weird, like, uncertainty as to, is that story real? Did they really think that they... Are they really unsuspecting assassins? Yeah. Or are they, like, expert-level spies for North Korea who are agents of... Well, I feel a couple different ways about this situation. Um, First of all, if they were actual assassins, I love the fashion choice. Right. I'm, like, into it. Right. That's, like, the only thing I could think about was, like, how many LOL shirts could I get? Right. Um... I'm seeing like a cute like cropped sweatshirt. Uh-huh. That's like a baby pink with like L O L. I said baby pink. I was thinking baby pink right? too. I was thinking baby pink too. Um something really cute. Like I can see it. 
And uh, I love that aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then, but on the other hand, uh, how brilliant of a plan would it be to make someone an unlike knowing assassin? Right. And do it that way. And I mean, and to, you know, get them to do it a couple of like mock times the first time. And then like, that's, I mean, that that's smart. Uh, it's bad and wrong. You should never kill people. But, um, yeah. Or are they assassins and they're just playing a really good game? Right. And they're just playing dumb. Yeah. Right. Which would also be like kind of a, an interesting defense. But yeah, that's interesting, interesting. right? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah. I thought that one was kind of cool. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. So my next article. Clyde Bakeman charged over drive-by potato attacks. Drive-by potato attacks? Are yes. you sure this isn't your people? I don't know that this is my people. Taters, no. <laughs> your people would be so fucking offended by throwing potatoes at people. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We had a whole famine thing. What? About that. <laughs> you guys. It's still a sore subject. <laughs> Uh, too soon. You could make <laughs> shoes out of these potatoes. God <laughs> damn it. You could make a bag out of these potatoes. Shut up. <laughs> we could build a home out of this Katie. potato. Katie. No. <laughs> One victim of the drive-by attack said she had been hit by a raw baking potato. <laughs> Fuck. You they know that shit hurt. Yes. You know that shit potato hurt. heavy. So the 18-year... He was 18 years old, by the way. The 18-year-old was charged following three separate incidents in which potatoes were allegedly thrown at pedestrians from a car in the Clydebank area. Two people were injured during the attacks, which took place on December 29th. A 13-year-old girl had a potato thrown at her on Mount Blow Road. <laughs> no. Mount Blow... Wait a minute. Mount Blow Road. I just have so many thoughts about it. I feel like I feel like Mount Blow Road is like where the teenagers go when they want to like make out and Mountain shit. Mount Blow, right? <laughs> like you're on a like you you're on like a third date with a guy and he takes you to Mount Blow Road. Uh huh. You're like, yeah. Come on, so, I'm not that type of girl. No, Mount Blow. It's place you as m- you ease over. Mount his face and blow him. So, uh, so yeah, he, he hit a couple people with some potatoes. Apparently, this uh, 13-year-old girl suffered uh, some facial bruising, while a second woman uh, said that she thought she'd been shot. <laughs> with a potato. <laughs> uh, the NHS worker, 32, who did not want to be named, told the Clyde Bank Post that she keeled over in the middle of the street outside the Twisted Thistle pub on Dumbarton Road after being struck by a raw baking potato. Oh, and a tub of coleslaw. <laughs> God damn it. You know what? Every word of that sentence is perfect. <laughs> Think about it. You're just chilling the outside of the fucking thistle, Twisted Thistle pub. Uncooked baked potato. And a tub, tub of, of coleslaw. coleslaw. Girl, maybe he just thought you looked hungry. <laughs> 
I wouldn't be mad. I thought coleslaw was a southern thing. I I don't know. I guess it's I guess it's I don't know. International. I guess it's international. <laughs> Pitbull. <laughs> she <laughs> Coleslaw, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Pitbull has a coleslaw and it's just <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. That's all you maybe it was Pitbull. <laughs> That'd be a great marketing ploy. <laughs> she added, I've never heard of anything so ridiculous. In my line of work, you hear a lot of crazy stories, but this tops them. I was so shocked, it was terrible. I actually thought I'd been shot by a BB gun. <laughs> but a BB is so small. Yeah. And a potato is so much infinitely larger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but they caught this uh, this uh, drive-by potato thrower man. It actually reminds me of that scene in Mrs. Doubtfire where she throws the lemon at the uh, at uh, what's his face Pierce Brosnan, mm-hmm. and uh, and Mrs. Doubtfire is like, "Oh, it was a it was a drive-by fruiting." <laughs> like I said, I wouldn't be mad. I'd take the potato. I'd have a baked potato to have later to cook. I mean, for real. I mean, he was just giving you dinner, girl. Take his fucking potato. It's all about perspective. Yeah. So. <laughs> and that's that. I that is the story of the Clyde Bank potato assassin. That's incredible. I mean, does it say anything about, like, how he was charged? Like, how do you charge somebody? No, it didn't say. I mean, people? he was charged. He was uh, spoken to sternly. But I don't know when. <laughs> he was given a stern spoken to. We put him on potato probation. You can never purchase potatoes ever again. Ever again? I was thinking it would be like five years. No, no. We take our potatoes seriously. It was actually an Irish prosecutor. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, this is the worst crime I've ever seen. He did what? (laughs) With what? With what? A potato? The bastard. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Do you have another article? <laughs> I, I do. Okay. I just wanted to relish in the potato man <laughs> and Pitbull coleslaw. Mr. Worldwide. Man. <laughs> All right. So this will be my last one. Okay. And I love this one. Um, it comes to us from Texas. Ah, oh, the big T. Big Texas. Big you T. know I love you. We got to give you a shout out. Big T. Big it, Texas. We love you. Mm-hmm. Big Texas. Big downloads. Big D. <laughs> we love it. Keep it up. Big belt buckles, too. As By well. the way, I think you're currently uh, winning in downloads against California, by really? the way. Y'all oh, flip-flop. Texas took it back? They flip-flop every so often. One mm. one, uh, one week, it's California. Next, it's Texas. California, I think Texas got to step her pussy up. Step it up, California. All right, so we're in Texas. It's 2017. Headline is, alleged kidnapper takes a nap at the crime scene. <laughs> Wait, that sounds like something you would do. Hashtag relatable news. I promise you. Uh, So one of the problems with committing crimes at night is that it's hard to stay up so late. (laughs) As one suspected robber in Abilene, Texas found out. Uh Uh-huh. Kenyoni Sedekia, age 20, allegedly got into an argument with his roommate. And according to authorities, he eventually took out a gun, tied him up, and held him hostage, demanding money. But Sedekia couldn't stay awake. 
At around 4 a.m. after he dozed off, his roommate escaped and got help. Police then returned to find Sedekia and arrested him. He was held on aggregated robbery charge with a $60,000 bond. It's apparently a common problem, falling asleep in the middle of committing a crime. <laughs> oh, okay. As two people in Yakima, Washington, were also caught sleeping in front of the storage unit facility in which they ha- that they had allegedly just robbed. So just make sure that you take a nap before, before you, you go commit on your, crimes. your crime spree. Let me just lay down, take a nap first. Just, you know, <laughs> get a nap in. Make sure you got you, your eight you're hours. You're over there and you're setting and you've got everything laid out. You know, you've got your robe. You've got your black mask on. You've right. got your whole wardrobe there. You may have a hunting knife, depending on which type of, you know, uh, crime committer you are. If you're a serial killer or a kidnapper, what have you. And you just say to yourself... All right, I'm just going to take a nap really quickly. Yeah. Like, let's just be prepared. Let's just make sure that we're at our most rested mm-hmm. and alert. Yeah. You take a supplement. Yeah. Make sure that you're, you know, yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I can definitely relate because sometimes, you know, a bitch just got too many fucking irons in the fire and you just got to have you a nap. I'm Even just- when you're committing an armed robbery. <laughs> I'm just going to take a nap. It's like that meme where that little girl is like, I'm going to take a nap. (laughs) That vine or whatever. I'm going to take a nap right here. Yeah. I mean, I fucking feel that. So. I know you do. Or just have an accomplice and like take shifts. If you ever find, uh, our uh, listeners out there, if you ever find that Katie's uh, trying to commit a crime near you, just throw a blanket over her. It's true. I'm just like a She'll bird. drop. I just, I just go right on down. If you see her and she just, just throw the blanket right over. She drops. That's what happens. That's kind of how it works. Yeah. Kenny won't let me have blankets when no, we watch movies I won't. anymore. Nope. Nope. Not allowed. Not allowed to have a blanket. All right. So I have one last article as well. This is my favorite one. Um, I might get judged for this being my favorite one because it's kind of... Uh, oh, now will be when you get judged. <laughs> it's, it's kind of wrong, uh, but I thought that it was absolutely hilarious because this man sounds a little bit like me if I was like a really aggressive straight man who hated their life. Okay. So just straight. <laughs> so just uh, yeah. straight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to read the title for this. I'm just going to go ahead and read it. No, a surprise. Michael Rankin, a former youth coach with Greenock Morton, has been struck off, which is... I guess the term for fired. Yes. He's been struck off. Seems like it. I like that better, though. It sounds like somebody just hit him in the fucking face, though. (laughs) Honestly. I like that term better, though. You are struck off. True. It's, I I like it. Um, For a string of offensive outbursts at pupils. Mm -hmm. He told a pupil at our Dawson Academy in (laughs) Ayrshire that he shagged his mom. Reminds me of that vine of that man who was like, whoever said that, your mom's a hoe. Your mom's a hoe. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what this is. Uh, Rankin it's also, just Scottish. And Rankin also said, every time I shag your mom, she makes me a sandwich. That's why I'm fat. See why I saved this one for last? Are you sure it's not you? There you go. It gets better. So, uh, that's why I'm fat. That's why I'm fat. 
Every time I fuck her, she makes me a sandwich. That's why I'm fat. That sounds like a damn response I should have had back in like middle school when people were fucking were fucking um with me and calling me fat and chunky. Yeah, I'm fat because I fucked your mom. She made me a sandwich every time. What? God, it would have been so glorious. Too late. It did. It did. So the panel ruled. The panel being the board of teachers. (laughs) <laughs> whatever the um, panel the you panel know. the judges them. panel <laughs> they gave him a zero <laughs> he did not get a 10 no 10s across the board ruled that rankin will not be able to apply for re-registration as a teacher due to the seriousness of the conduct of his conduct the 54 year old from skillmorely sounds good ayrshire yep skillmorely ayrshire Told one student, I need my glasses. I can't see because of too much whiskey. Is that why you were... Actually, I don't know if it says whiskey because it's... it. They don't... Like, they bleep it out in the article. It just says W and then it's... All the stars. Are the stars. stars, I plugged in whiskey subconsciously, but I don't know what that... I mean, it could be... I don't know. Why would you block out whiskey? So it makes me think that it might be something sexual. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is that why you wear glasses? Is what he told another kid. Um, while watching a sex scene in the film Bend It Like Beckham, where a car <laughs> bounces up and down, Rankin told another pupil, That's me and your mom in the back. <laughs> oh my God. Why is he so aggressive? Why are you watching Bend It Like Beckham in class? <laughs> Oh my God. A, I think that's the bigger that's the bigger point. Why are you watching that movie? What you learning from that, babe? <laughs> that's me and your mom in the back. <laughs> the same student uh, said Rankin also said, "You can give this present of a mirror to your mom, but I already gave her a present last night." <laughs> I'm like, why is he picking on this fucking kid? I'm assuming it's different it's children. It's because her mom, his mom's a hoe. It's because his mom's a hoe. No, I, I'm assuming it's different children, right? It's not like one specific child because if so. I think it's one specific ooh, child. All right, he needs to look out for his mama. <laughs> like Papers filed at the GTC hearing state pupil A, that's what they're calling him, uh, explained that the respondent, Rankin, called pupil G fatty quite a lot. <laughs> But he called another too. student. But he already said he, he was, was fat, fat himself. Too. So that sounds like some internalized hatred. Uh huh. Fatty. <laughs> <laughs> On one occasion in class, when the pupils were making something to hold a mirror, the respondent wrote "fatty" on the back of pupil G's mirror. <laughs> what a dick! Is he real? <laughs> I don't think he's a real teacher. Is he Sasha Baron Cohen playing a role? I don't think that's real. Whatever it is, you got a mirror, whatever the fuck it is, or make he just writes fatty. It's funny. I find humor in this because I was bullied a lot. (laughs) Ditto. Uh, Ooh. Um, and so uh, on the back so he wrote that on the back of this pupil's mirror and said to the class that he's a fatty. Pupil A had heard the respondent say to pupil F, uh, the whole, like, is that why you wear glasses too much, whatever, and said, and proceeded to say, 
Uh, shut up, I shagged your ma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> again, going on with the comments, that's me and your mom. Um, he also says that uh, Pupil A explained that after a school football game against Come Knock. <laughs> Damn. I'm sorry. How is it Come, spelled? C-U-M-N-O-C-K. Wow. Hmm. The respondent said to the Come Knock team hmm. players that they were Come Knock. And there's that M word again. I don't know what it is. If anybody over, like, can anybody tell us what that means, the M word? What M word? The M word that they keep blanking out in this article. I don't know what it means. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it means. It must be some sort of something. So they say that the various statements, although referring to different uh, elements of this paragraph, of the of the situation were accepted as um quote establishing a pattern of conduct <laughs> i mean i would say he's nothing if not consistent they say that once the respondent's name has been removed from the register it remains so removed unless and until an application for re-registration is made by the respondent and a fitness to teach panel directs that the application be granted the panel took account of the presenting officer's submissions in that, taking all of the facts and circumstances, and having regard to the seriousness of his conduct, that the respondent should be prohibited from making an application for re-registration for the maximum period. The panel determined that a shorter time period would be inappropriate due to the serious nature of the language used by the respondent, so essentially this man is not going to be teaching again. I don't think he should. I don't, you know, I don't think it was Babe, his calling. I think you need a new life path. Yeah. I don't I don't think he was happy there. I just can't. Just the the idea of them making something and then that student flying over and it just says fatty. <laughs> In like scrawled <laughs> handwriting. And then the teacher proceeds to say he's fat. I, it, listen, it's not funny. Bullying is never okay. We know this is like a, you know, you shouldn't do this if you're a teacher, but. I definitely don't think you should. <laughs> Officially, we can make a stance Officially, on that. that's our statement. <laughs> Unofficially, I'm glad I was able to bring this to you on this podcast. <laughs> I'm glad it exists. Man. Fuck that dude. <laughs> Fuck that student's mom, more likely. <laughs> I mean, we need to talk to her. He's just poor, poor sitting there watching Bend It Like Beckham, but he's just sitting there, like, hands crossed, his arms crossed over, and he just looks over, gives that uh, that Mick look, <laughs> that, like, that's me and your mom. <laughs> Those poor kids. That poor one child that he was fucking targeting. That's scary. I, I, for some reason, it's more frightening to me that he was fixated on one particular child and one particular well, child's mom as opposed to, like, everybody's mom. Because then it's like, yeah. yeah, I'm afraid. We ought to check on her. Well, I felt like because he, like, he, you know, went in on this kid with that, but then went on the other one with being fat. He just was... How did you get the job in the first place? <laughs> how, did, how did your interview go? <laughs> I'm just saying. Damn. He was probably... How many... Uh, do you think that he had been doing this for a while? This was not his first day on the job. <laughs> no. It seems like it. Seems like he was pretty confident. He was just uh, over everybody's shit, I feel like. He just needs to find... He he just needs he just to find needed, a new path. He just needs a new path. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> Preferably far away from children. Yes. Away from uh, education. Maybe he should have a podcast. <laughs> I would listen to it. <laughs> it's called I Shagged Your Mom. <laughs> Episode one. <laughs> Lord. Jesus. So. Interesting. All this right. has been fun. It has been. Oh my gosh. This has been so much fun. It's but been I something. am so ready to go to bed. <laughs> no, I don't sleep. Um <laughs> just kidding. I'm so ready to get this uh this episode wrapped up so I can get it edited and move on to the next one. <laughs> Ooh, this has been a ride. It has been a ride. Uh it's been a fun ride. Yeah. So, oh, this is the part where I do I plug this all the is social your, media. Yeah, this is oh, okay. where you plug in all of the social media. This is your bit because you won't let me have a bit. I can't have a bit. Kenny, you can't have a bit. You don't know what to say. You don't know how to say it. You don't fucking know what you're <laughs> hey, doing. Um, you just get over there and you just fucking edit the goddamn episode. Why don't you tell us about yourself? <sighs> exactly. That's um, why I handle the bits. So... If you want to connect with this hot mess on the interwebs, you can do it in one of three places. We are on Twitter at The Haunted Heart. We are on Instagram at The Haunted Heart Podcast. And we are also on Facebook. I have a catch. Um. (laughs) If you search The Haunted Heart, you can like our page. You can also search The Haunted Heart Podcast and join our group. If you're not on the Facebook group yet, you really, really, really have to get on the Facebook group. There's a ton of cool people on there, and there's a bunch of, like, cool information. There's, like, fun shit that we do, Monster Mondays. Yes, and we just had, like, a bunch of, like, there's been, like, a super influx of people over the past, like, couple weeks, I feel like. I know. They fucking finally started listening to me and joined this Facebook group. Get on this motherfucking Facebook group, bitch. Seriously, the people on there are way cooler than us, and they are absolutely fantabulous. We love our like Facebook family and it is awesome. It's mm-hmm. so it's the only reason I'm fucking on Facebook cuz it's toxic, but our group is certainly not toxic. So, I love you guys and you're worth every moment of my sanity that I give up when I have to look at my timeline for 2.6 seconds before I click into the group. Yep. So, uh you can also email us at the haunted heart podcast at gmail.com if you have any uh like what the fuck crimes that you want to share with us from either your neighborhood or whatever. Have you committed a crime? Have you committed a what the fuck crime? And you were like, oh man, that was that crazy time that I did that thing. Yeah. Anyway, email us. Uh, We always love to hear from people and sometimes we read emails on the air and Uh, that is always fun. Have we ever done that? Yeah, we totally have. Oh. We totally have. Must not have been here for that one. (laughs) Clearly. Uh, No. So connect with us. Uh, And the last uh, plug that I'll do is for our Patreon. We are fucking $10 away. $10 away. Here's the deal, From our next goal. (laughs) And it's about to be cray. Here's the deal, y'all. Katie will send lewds to whoever whoever subscribes for $10. (laughs) Did you just commit me to do that? I don't think it works that way. I don't think you, I think that's literally pimping me. Well, <laughs> um, you know, you won't let me do the sign off. My so. mom's like, <laughs> my mom's like, I have to prevent, I have to protect her uh, chastity. <laughs> let me go on here and give $10. <laughs> 
Shit, if both our moms gave $5, we'd be all right. Come <laughs> yeah. on, mom. You can't give us $5? Our moms don't give us shit but life. Anyway. Our gave next, us life. Our next goal, uh, which is $300 a month, is going to enable us to produce more content for you guys. Uh, it will be a some form of... Uh, like mini sewed type thing and we'll mm-hmm. be producing two per month so that is 50% more Haunted Heart that you guys will be getting it'll drop in the regular podcast uh, like feed so everybody gets to benefit from it so once we hit that goal um, we can start sort of pumping out content there and I think that it'll be really cool for people who like the horror episodes that we do where we talk about like 90s horror um, if you really were kind of into that you will really like in the Halloween special that we did where we went back through the Halloween film franchise, you will really like the uh, the sort of mini sode. Oh bitch. Thing. The mini sodes we won't hold back. <laughs> no holds barred. Because <laughs> we were clearly holding back on this episode. <laughs> so <laughs> All bets are off. True. So if you'd like to uh, give anything, everything is appreciated. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to give everything. <laughs> That's what that sounded like to me. <laughs> Patreon.com slash The Haunted Heart. Uh, everything that we are given is very much appreciated and we love all of our Patreons so very much. And we so don't pocket any of this shit, y'all. We don't. It goes no, all back into the show. It gets put back into this fucking podcast. The every shit dime. that you love, that you need and crave every Wednesday. That's what happens. That was and a also, lot. And also maybe a pizza. Oh. <laughs> that was a lot of energy here at the end. So, yeah. I'm going to see if I can calm this fucking crazy beast in front of me down. Listen, I blame it on the blood moon. And until next time, you guys know what to do. You have got to stay spooky.